0: Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Śrīla Prabhupāda's books right here in the Haven, Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw to the English Channel. Um, we hope you are all well and safe and happy in all respects and you're keeping your wits about you in these very difficult times we're going through uh, by hearing uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam and the company of like-minded devotees Uh, this is our goal in life, my personal goal in life is to (coughs) keep Srila Prabhupada as the founder Acharya and the center of our movement by keeping his books in the center Uh, and first and best way to do that is to hear them in the company of persons who have taste, other devotees who have taste, and to, to give that to others, uh, to distribute these books to others. So I hope that all of you know about the audiobook of the Chaitanya Charitamrita that we published to, with the BBT, and uh, the BBT published rather. And we hope that you have received it, or if not, that you will soon. And please uh, spread the word. It's a good thing. Okay, Srimad Bhagavatam Mihima Stotram from Sri Krishna Līla Stava by Srila Sanatana Goswami, the 107th obeisance to Lord Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan. And Sanatana Goswami chose to glorify the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, which gives us these pastimes, uh, to glorify. Uh, and it goes like this. Sarva-śasthab-dipi-yusha, sarva vedaika satpala sarva ratnaja sarva Sarva-lokaika-drik-prada, O Nectar, from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths you are, only, you are, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds <clears throat> sarva-bhagavata-prana srimad-bhagavata-prabho kalidvandutitaditya sri Krishna paribhartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad mm. Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. Mm. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Mm. Paramananda pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvadasa Vasevaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood. Pre, of Prama, you can always be served by mm-hmm. everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bandho Madhengin, Mad Guru Man Mahadana, Man Mad Bhagya, Mad Ananda Namostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth my saviour, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu, dayin, atini kada, kada chenma, o bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please, never leave me. Always appear in my heart, And my voice, with pure love, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate 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 Vasudevaya. Okay, so we've reached the third canto, fifth chapter. Of the um, Srimad Bhagavatam, Vidura's talks with Maitreya. And this is just about to happen. <clears throat> just reminding myself of where we are here. Yes. Vidura is beginning his talks with Maitreya. We're starting with text 6 of the 5th chapter of the 3rd canto of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. He lies down on his own heart spread in the form of the sky. And thus placing the whole creation in that space, he expands himself into many living entities who are manifested as different species of life. He does not have to endeavor for his maintenance because he is the master of all mystic powers and the proprietor of everything. Thus he is distinct from the living entities. Purport The questions regarding creation, maintenance, and destruction, which are mentioned in many parts of the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, are in relation to different millenniums, kalpas, and therefore they are differently answered by different authorities when questioned by different students. There is no difference regarding the creative principles and the Lord's control over them yet there are some differences in the minute details because of different kalpas. The gigantic sky is the material body of the Lord, called the Virat-rupa, and all material creations are resting on that sky or in the heart of the Lord. Therefore, beginning from the sky, the first material manifestation to the gross vision down to the earth, everything is called Brahman. Sarvam kal vidam Brahma. Sarvam kal vidam Brahma. There is nothing but the Lord, and He is one without a second. The living entities in the material world are His separated parts and parcels, trying to enjoy here. The Lord is therefore the symbol of unity and everything else comprises his different energies. The living entities are his superior energy, whereas matter is his inferior energy. And the combination of these two energies brings about the manifestation of this material world, which is in the heart of the Lord. Text 7 You may narrate also about the auspicious characteristics of the Lord in His different incarnations for the welfare of the twice-born, the cows and the demigods. Our mind is never satiated, although we continuously hear of His transcendental activities. PURPORT The Lord appears in this universe in different incarnations like Matsya, Kurma, Varaha, and Nishinga, And he manifests his different transcendental activities for the welfare of the twice-born, the cows and the demigods. Oh, I said that again. Sorry. The Lord is directly concerned with the twice-born, or civilized men. A civilized man is one who has taken his birth twice a living entity takes birth in this mundane world due to the union of male and female a human being is born due to a union of the father and mother but a civilized human being has another birth by contact with a spiritual master who becomes the actual father the father and mother of the material world material body are are so only in one birth and in the next birth the father and mother may be a different couple. But the fide spiritual master as a representative of the Lord is the eternal father because the spiritual master has the responsibility to lead the disciple to spiritual salvation or the ultimate goal of life. Therefore a civilized man must be twice born Otherwise, he is no better than the lower animals. The cow is the most important animal for developing the human body to perfection. The body may, may be, can be maintained by any kind of foodstuff, but cow's milk is particularly essential for developing the finer tissues of the human brain so that one can understand the intricacies of transcendental knowledge. A civilized man is expected to live on foodstuffs comprising fruits, vegetables, grain, sugar and milk. The bull helps in the agricultural process of producing grain and so on. And thus, in one sense, the bull is the father of mankind. Whereas the cow is the mother, for she supplies milk to to human society. A civilized man is therefore (coughs) expected to give all protection to the bulls and cows. The demigods, or the living entities who live in the higher planets, are far superior to human beings, since they have better arrangements for living conditions. They live far more luxuriously than human beings. Yet they are all devotees of the Lord, The Lord incarnates in different forms, such as those of a fish, a tortoise, a hog, and a combined lion and man, just to give protection to civilized man, the cow and the demigods, who are directly directly responsible for the regulative life of progressive self-realization. The whole system of the material creation is planned so that the conditioned souls may have the opportunity for self-realization. One who takes advantage of such an arrangement is called a demigod or civilized man. The cow is meant to help maintain such a high standard of living. The Lord's pastimes for the protection of the twice-born civilized men, the cows and the demigods are all transcendental. A human being is inclined to hear good narrations and stories, and therefore there are so many books, magazines, and newspapers on the market to satisfy the interests of the developed soul. But after being read once, such literatures become stale, and people do not take any interest in reading such literatures repeatedly. In fact, newspapers are read for less than an hour, and then thrown in the dustbins as rubbish. The, ca- the case is similar with all other mundane literatures. But the beauty of, the, of transcendental literatures, like, like the Bhagavad-gītā and Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, is that they never become old. <clears throat> they have been read in the world by civilized man for the last 5,000 years, and they have never become old. They are ever-fresh to the learned scholars and devotees, and even by daily repetition of the verses of the Bhagavad-gītā and Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, there is no satiation for devotees like Vidura. Vidura might have heard the pastimes of the Lord many, many times before he met Maitreya, but still he wanted the same narrations to be repeated because he was never satiated by hearing them. That is the transcendental nature of the Lord's glorious pastimes. Text 8 The Supreme King of all kings, has created different planets and places of habitation where living entities are situated in terms of their work and the modes of nature, and he has created their different kings and rulers. Purport. Lord Krishna Lord Krishna is the chief king of all kings and he has created different planets for all kinds of living entities even on this planet there are different places for habitation by different types of men there are places like deserts ice lands and valleys in mountainous countries and in each of them there are different kinds of men born of different modes of nature according to their past deeds there are people in the arabian deserts and in the valleys of the himalaya mountains and the inhabitants of these two places differ from one another just as the inhabitants of the ice lands are different are, are, are also differ from them similarly there are also different planets the planets below the earth down to the patala planet are full of various kinds of living beings no planet is vacant, as wrongly imagined by the modern so called scientist. In the Bhagavad Gita, we find it said by the Lord that the living entities are Sarvakata, or present in every sphere of life. So there is no doubt that on other planets there are also inhabitants like us, <clears throat> sometimes with greater intelligence and greater opulence. The living conditions for those of greater intelligence are far more luxurious than on this earth. There are also planets where no sunlight reaches, and there are living entities who must live there due to their past deeds. All such plans for living conditions are made by the Supreme Lord, and Vidura requested Maitreya to describe this topic for the sake of of further enlightenment Text nine. O chief amongst the brahmanas please also describe how Narayana the creator of the universe and the self-sufficient lord has differently created the natures, activities forms, features and names of the different living creatures Purport Every living being is under the plan of his natural inclinations in terms of the modes of material nature. His work is manifested in terms of his nature under the three modes. His form and bodily features are designed according to his work and his name is designated according to his bodily features. For example, the higher classes of men are white, shukla, and the lower classes of men are black. This division of white and black is in terms of one's white and black duties of life. Pious acts lead one to take birth in a good and highly placed family, to become rich, to become learned, and to acquire beautiful bodily features. Impious acts tend lead one to become poor by parentage, to be always in want, to become an illiterate fool, and to acquire ugly bodily features. Vidura requested Maitreya to explain these differences between all the living creatures made by Narayana, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Text 10. O oh my Lord, I have repeatedly heard about these higher and lower statuses of human society from the mouth of Vyasadeva and I've had enough of all these lesser subject matters and their happiness. They have not satisfied me with the nectar of topics about Krishna. Purport Because people are very much interested in hearing social and historical presentations, Śrīla Vyāsadeva has compiled many books, such as the Puranas and Mahābhārata, These books are reading matter for the mass of people and they were compiled with a view to reviving their God-consciousness, now forgotten in the conditional life of material existence. The real purpose of such literatures is not so much to present topics of historical references, but to revive the people's sense of God-consciousness. For example, the Mahabharata, is the history of the battle of Kurukshetra and common people read it because it is full of topics regarding the social, political and economic problems of human society. But factually, the most important part of the Mahabharata is the Bhagavad-gītā which is automatically taught to readers along with the historical narrations of the battle of Kurukshetra. Vidura explained to Maitreya his position of being fully satiated with the knowledge of mundane social and political topics and having no more interest in them. He was anxious to hear transcendental topics regarding Lord Sri Krishna. Because there were insufficient topics directly concerning Krishna in the Puranas, Mahabharata, and so on, He was not satisfied and wanted to know more about Krishna. Krishna Krishna-katha, or topics regarding Krishna, are transcendental and there is no satiation in hearing such topics. The Bhagavad-gītā is important on account of its being Krishna-katha, or speeches delivered by Lord Krishna. The story of the battle of Kurukshetra may be interesting for the mass of people, but to a person like Vidura, who was highly advanced in devotional service, only Krishna Kata and that which is dovetailed with Krishna Kata is interesting. Vidura wanted to hear from Maitreya concerning everything Vidura had asked about, but Vidura desired that all the topics be in relationship with Krishna. As fire is never satiated in its consumption of firewood, so a pure devotee of the Lord never hears enough about Krishna. Historical events and other narrations concerning social and political incidents all become transcendental as soon as they are in relationship with Krishna. That is the way to transform mundane things into spiritual identity. The whole world can be transformed into Vaikunta if if all worldly activities are dovetailed with Krishna Katha. There are two Im- important Krishna Katas current in the world: the Bhagavad Gita and srimad Bhagavatam. The Bhagavad Gita is Krishna Katha because it is spoken by Krishna, whereas srimad Bhagavatam. Is Krishna Katha, because it narrates about Krishna. Lord Chaitanya advised all his disciples to preach Krishna Katha all over the world without discrimination, because the transcendental value of Krishna Katha can purify one, can purify one and all from material contamination. Text eleven. Who in human society can be satisfied without hearing sufficient talk of the Lord, whose lotus feet are the sum total of all places of pilgrimage, and who is worshipped by great sages and devotees. Such topics can cut off one's bondage to family affection simply by entering the holes of one's ears. Purport ta is so powerful that simply by entering into a person's ear it can at once give deliverance from the bondage of family affection. Family affection <clears throat> is an illusory manifestation of the external energy and it is the only impetus for all mundane activities. As long as there is mundane activity and the, and the mind is absorbed, in such enge- engagement, one has to undergo the repetition of birth and death in the current material nations. People are most influenced by the mode of ignorance and some are influenced by the passionate mode of material nature. And under the spell of these two modes, a living being is actuated by the material conception of life. The mundane qualities do not allow a living entity to understand his real position. The qualities of both ignorance and passion strongly bind one to the illusory bodily conception of the self. The best among the fools who are thus deluded are those who engage in altruistic activities under the spell of the material mode of passion. The Bhagavad-gītā which is direct Krishna-kata, gives humanity the, the elementary lesson that the body is perishable and that the consciousness, which is spread throughout the body, is imperishable. The conscious being, the imperishable self, is eternally existent and cannot be killed under any circumstances, even after the dissolution of the body. Anyone who who misunderstands this perishable body to be the self and who works for it in the name of sociology, politics, philanthropy, altruism, nationalism or internationalism under the false plea of the bodily conception of life is certainly a fool and does not know the implications of reality and unreality. Some people are above the modes of ignorance and passion and are situated in the mode of goodness. But mundane goodness is always contaminated by tinges of ignorance and passion. Mundane goodness can enlighten one that the body and the self are different. And one in goodness is concerned with the self and not the body. But those in mundane goodness due to being contaminated, cannot understand the real nature of the Self as a person. Their impersonal conception of the Self is distinct from the body. Their impersonal conception of the Self as distinct from the body keeps them in the mode of goodness within material nature. And unless they are attracted by Krsna-katha, they will never be liberated from the bondage of material existence. Krishtakata is the only remedy for all people of the world, because it can situate one in pure consciousness of the self and liberate one from material bondage. To preach Krishtakata all over the world, as recommended by Lord Chaitanya, is the greatest missionary activity, and all sensible men. And, and women of the world may join in this great movement started by Lord Chaitanya. Text 12. Your friend, the great Krishna Dvaipayana Vyas, has already described the transcendental qualities of the Lord in his great work, the Mahabharata. But the whole idea is to draw the attention of the mass of people to Krishna Kata, the Bhagavad Gita, through their strong affinity for hearing mundane topics. Purport The great sage Krishna Dvaipayana Vyas is the author of all Vedic literature, of which his works, Vedanta Sutra, Srimad Bhagavatam, and Mahabharata, are very popular readings. As stated in the Bhagavatam, 1425. Śrīla Vyāsadeva compiled the Mahābhārata for the less intelligent class of men who take more interest in mundane topics than in the philosophy of life. The Vedānta-sūtra was compiled for persons already above the mundane topics, who might already have tasted the bitterness of the so-called happiness of mundane affairs. The first aphorism of the Vedānta-sūtra is atato brahma-jigyāsa, that is, only when one has finished the business of mundane inquiries in the marketplace of of sense gratification can one make relevant inquiries regarding brahman, the transcendence. Those persons who are busy with the mundane inquiries which fill the newspapers and other such literatures are classified as 3 shudra drija bandhus, or women, the laborer class and the unworthy sons of the higher classes brahmana, kṣatriya and vaishya Such less intelligent people cannot understand the purport of the Vedānta-sūtra although they make a show of studying the sutras in a perverted way. The real purport of the Vedanta Sutra is explained by the author himself in the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam and anyone trying to understand the Vedanta Sutra without reference to Shrimad bhagavatam is certainly misguided. Such misguided persons who are interested in the mundane affairs of philanthropic and altruistic work under the misconception of the body as the self, could better take advantage of the Mahabharata, which was specifically compiled by Śrīla Vyāsadeva for their benefit. The great author has compiled the Mahabharata in such a way that the less intelligent class of men who are more interested in mundane topics may read the Mahabharata with great relish, and in the course of such mundane happiness, can also take advantage of the Bhagavad-gītā, the preliminary study of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, or the Vedānta-sūtra. Śrīla Vyāsadeva had no interest in writing a history of mundane activities other than to give less intelligent persons a chance for transcendental realization through the Bhagavad-gītā. Vidura's reference to the Mahabharata indicates that he had heard of the Mahabharata from Vyasadeva, his real father, while he was away from home and was touring the places of pilgrimage. Text 13 For one who is anxious to engage constantly in hearing such topics, kāta Gradually increases his indifference towards all other things. Such constant remembrance of the lotus feet of Lord Krishna, by the devotee, who has achieved transcendental bliss, vanquishes all his miseries, without delay. That's a fantastic verse. Sa shadadana sya mana. Viraktim anyatkaroti hare pada nusmitinir vitasya samastduka piyayam ashudate ashudate hmm. beautiful. I'll read it again. <coughs> For one who is anxious to engage constantly in hearing such topics. Krishna-kata gradually increases his indifference towards all other things. Such constant remembrance of the lotus feet of Lord Krishna by the devotee who has achieved transcendental bliss vanquishes all his miseries without delay. Purport. Purport. <coughs> We must know for certain that on the Absolute Plane, Krishna Krishnakata and Krishna are one and the same. The Lord is the Absolute Truth, and therefore His name, form, qualities, etc., which are all understood to be Krishna Krishnakata, are non-different from Him. The Bhagavad-gītā being spoken by the Lord is as good as the Lord Himself. When a sincere devotee reads the Bhagavad-gītā, this is as good as seeing the Lord face to face in His personal presence. And this is not so for the mundane wrangler. All the potencies of the Lord are there when one reads the Bhagavad-gītā, provided it is read in the way recommended in the Bhagavad-gītā by the Lord Himself. One cannot one cannot foolishly manufacture an interpretation of the Bhagavad Gita and still bring about transcendental benefit. Anyone who tries to squeeze some artificial meaning or interpretation from the Bhagavad Gita for an ulterior motive is not Shuddhadana Puru Pungsa, one engaged anxiously in bona fide hearing of Krishna Katha. Such a person cannot derive any benefit from reading the Bhagavad-gītā, however great a scholar he may be in the estimation of a layman. Can we shut the windows? I think both of them. The śradādāna, or faithful devotee, can actually derive all the benefits of the Bhagavad-gītā because by the omnipotency of the Lord, he achieves the transcendental bliss which vanquishes attachment and nullifies all concomitant material miseries. Only the devotee, by his factual experience, can understand the import of this verse spoken by Vidura. The pure devotees of the Lord, the pure devotee of the Lord, enjoys life by constantly remembering the lotus feet of the Lord by hearing krishna-kata for such a devotee there is no such thing as material existence and the much advertised bliss of brahmananda is like a fig for the devotee who is in the midst of the transcendental ocean of bliss text 14 O sage persons who because of their sinful activities are averse to the topics of the transcendence and thus ignorant of the Mahabharata's purpose, the Bhagavad-gītā, are pitied by the pitiable. I also pity them because I see how their duration of life is spoiled by eternal time while they involve themselves in presentations of philosophy, philosophical speculation, theoretical ultimate goals of life and different modes of ritual. These are deep verses. Purport According to the modes of material nature, there are three kinds of relationships between human beings and the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Those who are in the modes of ignorance and passion are averse to the existence of God or else they formally accept the existence of God in the capacity of an order supplier. Above them are those who are in the mode of goodness. This second class of men believe the Supreme Brahman to be impersonal. They accept the cult of bhakti in which hearing of Krishna-gata is the first item as a means and not the end. Among them are those who are pure devotees. Above them, excuse me, above them are those who are pure devotees. They are situated in the transcendental stage, above the mode of material goodness. Such persons are decidedly convinced that the name, form, fame, qualities, and so on, of the Personality of Godhead are on the absolute plane, and thus none different from one another. For these persons, hearing the topics of Krishna is equal to meeting Him face to face. According to this class of men, situated in pure devotional service to the Lord, such devotional service is the purushartha, the highest goal of human life, and its real, real mission. The impersonalists, because they engage in mental speculation and have no faith in the Personality of Godhead, have no business hearing the topics of Krishna. Such persons are pitiable for the first-class pure devotees of the Lord. The pitiable impersonalists pity those who are influenced by the modes of ignorance and passion, but the pure devotees of the Lord take pity on both classes of men because both waste their most valuable time in the human form of life in false pursuits namely sense enjoyment and mental speculative presentations of different theories and goals of life Srila Prabhupad Ki Jai so that brings us past 8 o'clock so we'll stop our readings here (coughs) and continue tomorrow with text 15 and wait we're waiting for the devotees to give their uh, reflections and reciprocations from the reading Hare Krishna
1: This evening is Sudevi Dasi.
0: Hare Krishna Sudevi Dasi. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna
1: Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Yes, Kopa Kanya Devi Dasi. Jai Maharaj, Hare Krishna. All glories to Sri Prabhupada.
0: Jai, all glories to Prabhupada.
1: Thank you, dear Maharaj, as always, for being with us and giving us the transcendental gems. Mm -hmm. And from Rati Manjari
0: Jai Rati
1: Jai Guru Maharaj, I bow at your lotus feet.
0: (laughs) Hare Krishna.
1: From Jagamohan.
0: Yes, Jagamohan.
1: Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj and dear devotees, please accept my respectful obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. In one of the purports, Prabhupada assures us that only Krishna-katha can situate one in the pure body of the self and liberate one from the modes of material nature that point stuck out to me tonight because that is exactly what happened to Maitreya while he overheard the conversation to Uddhava and now he can speak pure Krishna-kata to Vidura thank you for your service to his divine grace in spreading Krishna-kata to so many of us drowning in ignorance all glories to the Srimad Bhagavatam all glories to the daily reading.
0: all glories to Srimad Bhagavatam all glories to Srila Prabhupada and all glories to those who are hearing hearing submissively the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam this was also stated by uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami in the chaitanya Tamrita. at the end of the book he just says that his purpose was to uh, for the readers to hear the pastimes of Śrī Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and therefore he offered his respectful obeisances to them And more, he worshipped them. He said, I will take the the dust from your feet and the water that washes your feet. So I offer my respects to all the devotees <coughs> who were regularly with taste hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam, Hare Krishna.
1: From Anandamurti?
0: Yes, and and Murti, Devi Dasi.
1: Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai,
0: all glories to his divine grace.
1: Thank you so much for reading such a wonderful statement of Srimad Bhagavatam for us. It is so nice and I would like to hear more.
0: Yes, that is the statement we heard tonight. Mm-hmm. One is never satiated. I mean, we are all having the same experience. But I can say that I've had this experience for 50 years. And every time I hear it, it's fresh, it's new. It's like I'm hearing it for the first time. It's amazing. It really is m- miraculous. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hari Krishna.
1: Krishna, Krishna, Hode Hode. Rati
0: Jai Rati, Hare Krishna.
1: Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Tonight we heard that persons get bodies according to their modes and their occupation. The higher placed persons are Shukla, white, and the lower persons are black.
0: Yeah, it's a general principle. It's the way the modes of nature work. But it's not to be taken so literally as to think that everybody who's white is pious and everybody who's black is impious. No, it's not like that. Actually, the detail which is given in other parts of the Vedas is that if one is too white he's sinful and if one is too black he's sinful. And in the middle is a kind of color, which Prabhupāda had that color, perfect golden kind of color, right in between, which is the most pious color. But that's not to be taken in a literal or, what's the word, uh, absolute sense. some of the greatest preachers in this movement uh, have black bodies and some of the most fallen have white bodies (laughs) so you just can't you can't make a law out of it but there's a general principle yes Hare Krishna Jesus thank you Hare Bo
1: and from uh, Subhara.
0: Yes, Subhara. Hari
1: Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily reading service. Shradanasya, mentioned in three five fourteen, emphasizes the constant hearing process. Mm. Thank you for reading so we can hear. Thank you for your nityam bhagavata sevaya.
0: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, thank you so much, Haribo. I'm very encouraged, thank you. I get the strength to do this every day, every day from you all. That's the truth. And from Prabhupada inside myself also.
1: Another comment from Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. Also, it occurred to me in tonight's reading that it is all really a matter of absorption. What one is absorbed in is where we go. Is this correct?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Could you please elaborate?
0: It's it's the law of nature. Uh, the law of nature is that What we associate with is where we develop our um, conceptions of life and our desires to perform different activities and do different things and be with different kinds of people. It's a simple thing, right? If anybody wants to become a great athlete, he has to go to the places where the great athletes are and be with them and be inspired by what they're doing and follow in the footsteps of what they're doing then they become great athletes of course they have to have some beginning proclivity you know but still the principle is is the same a person who wants to make a whole bunch of money in the stock market he has to go to the in stocks he has to go to the stock market Where all the people are doing that activity and know how to do it. Actually, nobody, nobody learns anything uh, except through hearing from superior persons. From the time we come out of our mother's womb, we're we're learning from hearing from superior persons. And it's why we have uh, an obligation to the people we hear from and have learned from. from. And therefore we should do our duties uh, that have been given to us by the Lord and by these personalities uh, in a way that's pleasing to them. That is the way of progressive life, of progressive spiritual life that will take us from passion to goodness and goodness to shoulddha should for or pure goodness, the spiritual world. so if you want to become a pure devotee, hang out with pure devotees, Hare Krishna
1: Roti Manjari said it is so simple then actually it's amazing how Krishna allows so much room for our individual preferences to determine our destination all the way up to hearing Krishna Kata and being attracted all the way to him exactly and from Gopakanya
0: yes Gopakanya
1: as Srila Prabhupada comments thrice that hearing submissively is the same as seeing the Lord face to face. Maharaj, we are, especially I am, so lucky to hear from you daily, hoping that one day I will be able to see the Lord face to face just by hearing the Bhagavatam from you, the living Bhagavat, especially Srila Prabhupada's commentaries, so clear and simple. Jai Ho.
0: Hare Krishna. Yes, that's the conclusion of our reading tonight. Thank you for very nicely reflecting and giving the gist of what we just heard in a very clear way. Thank
1: you. She says, Please bless me immensely, dear Maharaj, and all sincere devotees who are having so much taste for hearing Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna.
0: Hare Krishna. Well, you're there every day, so that means you have a taste can't do this every day without, unless you have a taste not possible
1: from Anandamurti yes
0: Anandamurti
1: one new devotee who started to participate my Bhagavad Gita class is suffering from malignant lymphoma cancer of blood she is now getting very strong treatment in the hospital And is struggling with it. What can I advise? What kind of advice can I give for her? I asked her to chant sixteen rounds when it is possible, but now I think she can't do it.
0: Then she should hear. Just just what we heard tonight. She should be given the opportunity to hear, and just by hearing, she will she will she will get it. Even if she can't do anything else, this hearing of Krishna Katha is so powerful that it bypasses the brain it goes right through the ear down to the soul even if one isn't uh, awake in a sense the the, the soul gets benefit it's recommended that when 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 a woman is pregnant that she hear the Bhagavatam as much as possible while the child is in the womb because the child hears and gets the benefit there's nothing more you can do I have personal experience with my own mother when I went to take care of her when we found out that she was terminally ill and I read the Krishna book to her and I saw with my own eyes Krishna lift her out of her body and she became interested even though she was before uh, unfavorable So it's true that the soul is there in every person's heart and the soul is originally Krishna conscious therefore when the soul gets an opportunity to hear Krishna katha from the proper person and Prabhupada is definitely the proper person then uh, the soul wakes up it may take time for some, it may take be immediate with others but the principle is the same for everyone Hare Krishna
1: she says thank you so much yes I will ask her to hear the Bhagavatam
0: do you want to ask her just read it to her just read it to her that's the best thing to do read loud read clearly read with emotion and it will work And I thank you all very much for your appreciations and your reflections and your, and your realizations. Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam mm-hmm. ki jāi Bhakta brinda ki jai Kor Kaur-premanandi hari haribo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place same topic We'll hear Vidura's questions and Maitreya's answers. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow.